a set of photos taken in Hong Kong early last year was given wide coverage in the press worldwide. The rooftop of a factory building in Hong Kong was covered with thousands upon thousands of shark fins drying under the sun. It turns out that Hong Kong is one of the biggest shark fin trading hubs in the world. According to the figures quoted by environmentalists, Hong Kong's imports accounts for over half of the global shark fin trade. In 2012, the import of shark fins and related products came to over 8,000 metric tons. Stanley Sher works for a marine conservation NGO in Hong Kong. He is responsible for studying the local marine life and the education and promotion of conservation of shark. In 2010, the International Union for Conservation of Nature assessed the conservation status of over 400 species of sharks from all over the world. The result is that a third of them were rated vulnerable or even threatened. Furthermore, over some 200 species of shark, insufficient data makes it impossible to determine how much threat they are under. In other words, there may be more species that we realize that are under threat. The number of sharks continues to decline. We may not be able to fully understand this animal before they are forever lost to us. Stanley Sher wants to understand what is the consequence of the shark trade does to the shark population. So, he decided to go to Mozambique, as it is one of the major shark fin supply sources countries to Hong Kong. How does the shark fin trade affect this faraway African country? Mozambique is situated in the southeastern part of Africa. It has approximately 2,500 kilometers of coastal line. The abundant underwater resources of the nearby sea attract a large amount of marine life. Of the sharks found here, the most common species include bull shark, white tip reef shark, and tiger shark. Twenty percent of the world's whale shark comes from the south. The constant civil war in Mozambique has allowed the underwater world here to survive. But with the advent of peace and the opening up of the country to the outside world, the underwater resources is facing unprecedented threat. Arriving in Mozambique, Stanley Sher has come to visit local researcher Dr. Andrea Marshall 
to find out about local marine conservation work. Andrea 同我讲，佢十年前就已经喺度成立咗个研究中心，主要研究海洋生物同推广海洋嘅保育工作。And this foundation tries to focus on the study of threatened marine species, and we specifically work on, you know, what's here, what are the threats that they face, and how we can use them sustainably for tourism. All right. So this morning we're going to head out to Three Sisters. Hopefully, go and try find some nice big sharks. It's a 19-kilometer drive out. Yeah, everyone happy? Yeah. Should we go diving? Yep. Let's do it. Thank you. Stanley Sher has done a literary review before he came. At present, there are in the world 543 species of sharks on record. In Mozambique alone, there are 78 species. In other words, over 10% of global shark species can be found here. 其實虎鯊同公牛鯊都被評為近乎濒危嘅品種，所以真係好希望潛落去見到佢哋，同佢哋一齊自由自在咁喺度游水。水度游咗好耐，净系见到一条鲨鱼，佢好快就咁游走咗，好似好惊人咁样。睇嚟呢度嘅鲨鱼都冇想象中咁多。What Stanley saw was a white-tip reef shark, one of the most commonly observed sharks. The tip of their dorsal and caudal fins is white, so it's very distinctive from other species. Their length usually does not exceed 1.6 meters. They are frequently found among coral reef areas. Compared to other sharks, they are docile and rarely attacked unprovoked. Excessive fishing has quickly reduced their numbers, so they have been classified as near-threatened species. In the 2006, when I started to dive uh, seriously, we used to see like six, seven sharks in one day. If we go to a specific shark diving site, we would see 10 sharks in one day. Carlos is Stanley Shares' local dive guide. He is the first native African diving instructor in Mozambique. Diving allows him to see the changes happening under the sea. What strikes him most is that it is getting harder and harder to see sharks. Today, if you go to the same dive site that we used to see 10 in one day, if you go and dive there today and see one or two sharks, you will be lucky. In the past 10 years, the sales of shark fin have continued to grow in the world. Andrea has also found that the number of sharks in Mozambique has declined. There are certain species of sharks that we never encounter anymore on the reefs that we used to see quite commonly, um, especially some of the larger reef sharks, things like bull sharks. Uh, we don't see very commonly anymore. Um, giant guitar fish, they're highly prized for their fins. We hardly see those on the reef anymore. Unfortunately, what we are finding with both the sharks and rays along this coastline is that the populations are in decline.
60% of Mozambique's population lives along the coast. The ocean is their main source of food and income. The locals said that they are not used to catching sharks. But as shark fins become valuable, the fishermen started catching them. Mozambicans have not been fishing for sharks until about 10 years ago, due to the Chinese market. Mozambicans get influenced by the other people to go and fish for sharks so they can get their fins to sell to the Chinese market. What's this species? This is um, okay, guitar, right? They said 6,000 for one kg. Yeah, but this is two kilos. But it's wet. Yeah,其實我們這個每一日都幫移民拎大魚或者拎沙魚上來幫助他們做一個很簡單的影響。其實那些魚是在一條一點五米長的吉他飛上來拿上來的。那可能一點五米很大條,但我發覺那條吉他
因為唔值錢嘅關係，咁只可以用好低嘅價錢賣俾其他村民。如果真係冇人買嘅話，咁唯有送俾佢哋拎翻屋企食。One of the consequences we're seeing now is communities along the coastline, shark meat is now the main source of protein in the community. Dave is from South Africa. He has lived in Mozambique for nine years. Watching the changes happening in the ocean and with the villages, he is worried about marine ecology and the future of the villages. This is why he has made a documentary. Dave's concern is not only about the sharks, but also about the effect the consumption of shark meat has on the villagers. Every single shark we, we saw again during Shiva, we tested for methylmercury, and every single shark was poisonous. So now, as a consequence of the demand for the shark fins, Mozambican communities are being poisoned every day with this poisonous shark meat. After several weeks of preparation, we're finally leaving to go and try and expose this illegal operation. We're about to do this bust. We have the police, we have maritime police and fisheries inspectors. We're going to go and see what we can find now. Three years ago, Dave and the local fishery department conducted an operation to uncover a seafood-related product smuggling case in the capital, Maputo. There were shark fins, sea cucumbers and seahorses. He documented everything with his camera. And it's not just this, but all of this. Raping of the ocean here. Filled with thousands upon thousands of sea cucumbers and thousands of shark fins. And I've never seen anything like this before. They've even found this in illegal firearms. This is a serious undercover operation going on here. And that gives me a lot of pride because I know the work we've done is hopefully going to maybe affect people's ideas where the demand is. And, you know, with more and more awareness, Hopefully that will change the demand and hopefully that will actually stop the demand for shark fins in the future before, uh, you know, sharks are an extinct species. We actually see shark finning quite commonly. Uh, it doesn't always occur in the same area as in traditional fisheries in places like India and Asia. But you get sharks being finned all along the coastline, opportunistically or intentionally, every single day. Um, so it's, it's a pretty sobering experience as a researcher, as a conservation biologist, to be you know, working to understand these animals better, and yet every time you go to the beach to launch your boat, oftentimes you see sharks being dragged in, being finned right in front of you. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a pretty, it's a hard thing to have to, to live with day in and day out. Come on, come on.
睇 Andrea 出嚟海度做 field research。咁今日佢要做 survey 就係關於鯊魚啦，同埋關於魔鬼魚。咁喺度已經十年啦，咁希望跟佢學下嘢，睇下做 field survey 嘅 technique。This is the acoustic tag, so this one is for a reef manta. This is the satellite tag, so this one's for a giant manta. We also have genetic sample here, here, so that if we need to, we can do that. Tissue from the side of the shark. It didn't really notice. A little bit of blood came out, but we're gonna go and see if we can put this in preservative later. 頭先見到一條平沙，好細條，大概少過三米咁樣 BB 仔嚟嘅。一見到我哋，我哋好近距離，大概唔少過一米啦，大家距離，跟住佢游出大海咁樣。鯨鯊係海洋中最大魚類，被確認最長嘅鯨鯊有二十米，重三十四公噸。佢哋更加被發現，原來可以生長到去七十歲。過去十年間 ，Andrea 話波知莫桑比克嘅鯨鯊數量下降咗六成。雖然鯨鯊唔係魚翅嘅目標，但係佢下跌嘅原因而家都係一個未知數。Plug. You can see the skin at the top of the animal, and we're able to do a lot of different things with this tissue. We're able to look at um, do different genetic studies. We're able to look at the fatty acid uh, signature of of the animal, and we're all also able to do stuff with stable isotopes. So it's amazing how much information you can get from a single tissue sample of an animal. My name is Andrea. I would like to give you a talk tonight on manta rays. Um, so hopefully that's why you're here. People around the world love mantas. They go dive with mantas all the time. How how are we losing them? Why are they vulnerable? You know, where did this come from? According to Andrea's studies, sharks are not the only recent victims with the declining numbers. Manta rays, what the Chinese called pangyu, are also on the decline in recent years. In the past, you have an 80% chance of running into them when you go diving. Now, the chance is less than 30%. Ever since I've been here, I've noticed that the locals will target manta rays. But the reason that they've been targeting the mantas has seems to have changed over the years. Andrea explained that she used to only occasionally see one or two fishermen catching it for food. But about nine years ago, she found fishermen hauling them ashore and cutting out their gill rakers to dry under the sun to sell to places in Asia, as they are considered to have medicinal value. A 
lot of times you can see them actually extracting out of the manta, leaving behind large sections of the animal's body because they are actually focused in on extracting out those gill rakers. So again, you're seeing that shift from subsistence fisheries into trade fisheries, and that's going to drive that market now and, and increase the number of animals they're going to take. In this journey, Stanley Sher has had many exchanges with marine conservationists in Mozambique. They are not at all optimistic about the survival prospects of sharks. If man's demand for shark fins continue, sharks will be threatened. Furthermore, apart from sharks, species such as sea cucumbers and rays, which in the past were not caught on a massive scale, may soon become new hunting targets now that there is demand and money to be made.